Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. This week, Amy and I want to talk to you about a topic that we feel is relevant. Mm-hmm. It's something that's developed over, what is it, the last two weeks yeah. or so? And it's something that, you know, we represent a lot of different businesses. So, and people know that we represent businesses. So it's a question that we've been getting a lot. And it's what does the new vaccine mandate that President Biden is going to implement mean for your business. So I think we should clarify, right? There's one for federal employees and which I didn't recognize is that it's only for the executive branch, which is people keep asking me, why isn't the post office included? And apparently they're not part of the executive branch. (laughs) So that's why. Fun fact that if you are listening, (laughs) that might be your fun fact for the day. I didn't know that. So (laughs) apparently that's the reason. But For federal employees, I believe the deadline to get the vaccine is November 27th, I think it is. But for federal employees in the executive branch, they will not have the testing option. Mm. To be honest, I don't know like if they're going to start firing people. I have no idea. We don't know what the backlash is going to look like. I don't know what that's going to look like. But for federal employees, there is no testing option. But for private businesses with 100 employees or more, you can either mandate that your employees get the vaccine or if they don't get the vaccine, they have to be tested every single week. Right. I also don't know how they will go about implementing and regulating that. I mean, how many businesses in this country have more than 100 employees? Oh, I don't know. How. I mean, this is going to be interesting to see. But the regulation is going to come from OSHA, and that has not been released yet. And they said it's coming soon. Right. Who, who knows? I know. Who knows what that means? With yeah. the government, you never, you never know. But we get enough questions about it, and we represent enough businesses that it's important for us to just try and, like, stay on top of it. And, you know, so many people are just like, well, wait, does this apply to me? Does it not? How are we going to implement this? And we're also on that, like, learning curve with everybody else at the same time. Right. Everybody's going through this at the same time. So, you know, for businesses that have 100 or more employees, you're, you know, going to have to make a decision. Either you put this mandate in place and you require that all of your employees get the vaccine, or if you want to give them the option of being tested every week, you have to go about a way to figure out how to implement something, because that sounds huge, like implement something like that. If you have a hundred people or more, you have to figure out like how to keep track of 
who's getting tested, when are they getting tested, where are they getting tested, and you know, are they, how do they bring their results to you? How do you keep track of that? So it's a lot of moving parts, I yeah. think, which business is going to really have to navigate this sea of change. And while the mandate is not implemented as of yet, I think what you and you had brought this up actually in your blog post earlier in September saying, even if it's not mandated yet, start planning for it now. So that logistical error that you, or, or issue that you just brought up, Laura, is like huge. How are you going to track this? Do you need to loop in your personnel team, your HR team, you know, any arms of your company, if you're large enough and you're, you have employees of over a hundred, how are you going to loop people in to start strategizing? Like, how do we implement this? So there are two exceptions for medical reasons, anything that would fall under the Americans with Disabilities Act or uh, religious accommodations. So, and you have to provide those under federal law. So who's going to be the intake person? Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to, to let your employees know that they're, you know, entitled to these exceptions if they do fall under them. Are you going to require a doctor's note? Are you going to require documentation from their priest? What religious documentation is sufficient? And we're probably going to get guideposts from the federal government. They're President Biden has to come out with some sort of guidelines for businesses as to what they should be doing and how they should be implementing this and how you should be checking this. And I also saw the initial reactions from this mandate. There was one news commentator who posted an article saying, don't try and be a doctor too when you do get someone's medical yes. request. Like, don't sit there and say, well, wait a second. If you're diabetic and you don't want to get this vaccine, <laughs> your doctor says you don't need to get, or whatever the circumstance might be. Like, don't try to play the doctor. If they've gotten it from a reputable, legitimate doctor that they see, their physician, whomever, like, take that as it is. Yes. And that's the end of the story. That's kind of the period on it. And I think it'll probably create less stress if you just, like, don't, assume everybody's lying. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have to have those two exceptions. So who in your company is going to be responsible? You should have a form that somebody can fill out to apply for the exception. Who's going to be responsible for taking those forms, for reviewing them and for making the decision as to whether or not that request for the exemption is going to be granted. It's a, this is a huge change. It's going to be, and it's going to impact. I mean, like you said, it's going to impact so many businesses in this country, like countless businesses and either in the positive or the negative, because obviously this vaccine mandate, the vaccine, the pandemic has been highly politicized. I don't think that that's really disputed here and we're not getting into those weeds. Nope. (laughs) We're staying far away from those weeds for the purposes of this podcast, because truly whether the mandate is politicized or not, or the vaccine or the pandemic or what have you, it's going to affect your business. So start planning for it. Be proactive about it. Speak to an attorney about what kind of regulations are being implemented and how your business can respond to those. Like that's the point I think of us coming on here today is to really just say, be proactive about it. Get your policies in place. Figure out how you're logistically going to handle all the intake and how you're going to schedule this. Obviously, there's going to be time periods where some of your employees are going to have to go get tested. Are you going to make sure that they're covered for, for those periods? Like what, there's so many topics yeah, and to you talk have, about. You have to give them time off. Yes. To 
get tested. And I was even reading, even if you're taking a family member to get tested, you still need to. So this is going to be interesting. You have to give them paid time off to get the vaccine. And also if they have um, any side effects from Mm -hmm. the vaccine, they have to have time off to recover from that. So making sure you have somebody to cover for them, keeping track of the time they're taking off, you know, it's going to be interesting. But even if you are a business that has less than 100 employees, you know, many businesses are simply deciding to implement a mandate anyway. So if that's a decision that your business has made, then, you know, whether you are required under federal law to do it or not, you should have a written policy in place. So if you hopefully have an employee handbook, (laughs) you have, (laughs) if you have a written employee handbook, you know, we think that it should be a written policy that's added to your employee handbook. And you have to decide, you know, if you're going to implement this mandate and somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine, are you going to let them go? I mean, these are hard decisions. Like if you have employees that you've had with you for a long time that for one reason or another, either can't get the vaccine or don't want to get the vaccine, you're going to have to grapple with firing them. Yeah. It becomes a very practical business issue to, to wrangle with is how is it going to impact your business? You know, and I think that I'll make a, a sweeping generalization here and I would love for somebody to, to prove me wrong. But at a much larger level, when you have in excess of 100 employees, the loss of one employee or another because they will not co-sign to the, the mandate and they will go find other employment, it might not be felt so much at, at your business at any real level. Like it might not really be a striking issue for you. Well, the smaller that your business gets, I do think that there is a correlation to what the gravity is of losing employees and how it's going to be felt by the businesses. And how are you going to, should you already start looking for other people? Should you already start, you know, putting your feelers out to see if there's other people that are willing to, you know, come on knowing that you're going to be mandating the vaccine. All of these questions. I mean, there's so many questions that a business owner is going to ask. And also what it means going forward. So if you are implementing this vaccine and you want to give your current employees notice, have it in place before you start hiring new people. Yes. Because you're going to want to make sure, are you going to require that they show you their vaccine card? Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these different issues that are going to pop up for business owners, but it's so important to have that written policy in place and make sure that your employees are obviously aware of it and give them a period of time. Like you can't, don't just say, okay, we're requiring the vaccine. Bye. <laughs> you have to give them. Go get your vaccine by Friday. If not, you're out. You know, right. I mean, can we talk about this quickly though? From our perspective in New York, we've seen this vaccine mandate among the court system. It's been slowly and gradually rolled out. Right. We should say too, that every state is different. Every state so is different. For us in New York, you know, I think there are a lot of people mandating the vaccine and so keep going with the court system. Yeah, but you know, we've seen this as like a gradual rollout. And so we've also been able to see how that's been playing out as it's been rolled out. And as you get closer to the deadline, I think the deadline for the the court employees is coming up rapidly at the end of the month to get their first administration of the dose. But it's just interesting to see that being played out in real time. And what's also interesting, and I and I want I guess our audience to really 
just take a, take a moment and recognize is that as Laura and I are talking about all of these issues, like I know that some of these things we weren't prepared to talk about because we're just thinking of all the issues that are popping up. And this is like a good inside look to what we have to do every single day. When we forecast and strategize with our clients, we say like, okay, what are all the possible what ifs? Mm -hmm. What are all the issues that we can foresee? And there's going to be plenty more that we can't even think of right now that are going to arise. And it's just a great tip of caution for a business owner to just say like, you need to roll with it. When these issues come up, you need to roll with it and talk to, you know, your trusted professionals, talk to your attorneys, talk to to your financial planners, talk to anybody that you consider to be a trusted professional in your life to really try to work through these issues. Yeah, because it's important, you know, like I said before, that you have, you know, you you sit down and you decide, okay, what is best for your business? Mm -hmm. What is your policy going to be? Are you going to require that employees uh, get the vaccine and that's it. But of course you have to provide those exemptions. And if you are going to mandate the vaccine and you have to give those exemptions, who's going to be the person responsible for that? Who are the forms going to go to? Who's going to be making the decision as to whether or not you're going to grant that exemption? You know, it's so important to have these things in place. And if you are not, either you're going to require the vaccine or you're not going to require the vaccine. And then you give the option of mandatory testing. So what's the frequency going to be? Is it going to be, I've heard a lot of like once per week mm-hmm. or once every other week. That's what I think I've been hearing the most. Yeah. So is it going to be once every week, once every other week? Are you going to give the employees the, the time, the paid time off to go get a test? Are you going to have like an Excel spreadsheet right. with the, everybody, like the dates that they got tested, when they got their results? where they got tested, like all these different things that you're going to have to keep track of. And it's a question of your infrastructure of your business now. So like I said before, there's going to be a difference between a small mom and pop shop that only has five employees, but they want to, to mandate the vaccine. They're going to have to come up with these strategies and maybe, you know, figure this out. It's going to be a growing pain, but for larger businesses, they might have the infrastructure in place. Right. But what the bottom line is, what Laura and I are trying to say is that you just have to get ready for that plan implementation and starting now is better. What do you always say? You have to plan for the worst when things are going the best. Yes. Before this gets to the point where you are faced with a notice that has told you somehow that you have been fined for not complying. Yes. Don't wait till that notice arrives. Like do, do the work now, even if it's not necessarily in place, start having these conversations and these discussions, like start planning. That's the thing. If so, apparently as of right now, if you don't comply, mm-hmm. you will be fined $14,000 per violation. I don't know what per violation means. Like, does that mean per employee? Does that mean per, like for businesses that have more than one office or more than one facility? Does it mean per facility? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like these things haven't been laid out. Right. And if you are, you know, fully aware of what the mandate is going to be and fully not intending on complying anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just have to understand what, and I do, I just don't know how they're going to regulate all this, but you could be fined $14,000 per violation of whatever they define that to be. And you know, because it is OSHA 
Laura and I both have some limited, limited experience in dealing with OSHA, whether through clients or whether through past experiences, there could be, you know, randomized drop-in visits. Oh, can I see all your paperwork? Like, and we've seen this, not even just from an OSHA perspective, but we've seen this in clients that we had to represent when they had like the department of labor show up, or did you have the written policy? Can I have a copy of it? And oops, they don't have a written policy. Mm -hmm. Well, so when these mandates are issued and they tell you, this is what you need, A, B, and C, make sure you have A, B, and C. Because if you don't, they will find a reason to say there's a violation that exists. You need to clear the violation or here's your fine. Yeah, there's nice got to be <laughs> some type of cure. I mean, who knows? Maybe there won't be, but I'm assuming yeah. there's got to be some type of cure period. Yeah. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> because- I, hope, I hope everybody is like <laughs> scratching their head with us. We're saying like, great, thanks ladies. But truly we don't know. And we're going to keep an eye on this for sure, but it's going to unfold as it unfolds. And we're going to have to wrangle with these issues with our clients. Yeah. I think the best you can do right now, I mean, obviously if you know you're going to be subject to this mandate, start doing what you can Mm -hmm. to, to prepare, figure out who's going to be doing what, you know, and all that stuff. And whether you're going to, you know, I get, they don't have to allow the testing. I don't think so. Are you going to require the vaccine or are you going to give the option of testing? If so, who's going to be in charge? You know, what forms are you going to have people submit for the exemptions? I mean, there's just a lot of things to consider, but definitely start planning now to the extent that you can. Amy and I are, are following this. So as soon as the regulation comes out, we will probably do a blog post about it. And I think that depending on how extensive it is, we'll probably come back and do another episode. Like, okay, it's out. (laughs) Now what? Now what? Now what do we do? Right. So we will be back for another now what episode as soon (laughs) as the regulation is issued. Thank you for spending time with us today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.